out okay we're we're sitting in a round table here ethan is right across from me ethan meyer where's it myers do you appreciate I, it's actually myers i would like an official apology by the way. i i i have apologized on two previous ones that you haven't listened to First because off, you boycotted them i did boycott all of them but yeah i was not stop whispering like we can't pick it up on the mic <laughs> okay let me lay it out right now let me lay out the the look here. We're on a very special debatable podcast for the future. Rainy debatable. Day. <laughs> it's, this is the Christmas episode. It's a it's a Christmas is two days before Christmas. Ethan has come down from New York just for this and to see his family. <laughs> I, I've, <laughs> been, I've been in Maryland for about three hours, so I'm ready to shake it. Okay, we're we're round tabling this to the to my right. Let's wait for that. Real quick, Taking a truck wait, real break. quick, Chris Hanek's writing on his hand. What are you yeah. doing? No, nothing. He's writing Notes. a message. Yes. Notes. Yeah. Are you really writing a note to him instead of saying it no. on your hand? No. This is the kind of person <laughs> that we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. He's being considerate of your freaking show. To my right is Chris Haniok, good friend from college. Yeah. Ethan Meyer is right across from me, first time in person. Was on Skype before. Yeah. I want to say longtime friend. We'll say sure. it that. And Dan Tyag. My my bestest, my Sup. bestie, Sup. to my left, and we're sitting around a table. We got coffee. We got coffee heated, cooling down. We got almond milk. We got Dan's got a beer, a, a Stella or something. He's Stella drawing. Is wait, is that a penis or is that a? That, that, that a it looks a, like an ant eater yeah, or a penis. I can't, on I can't do it with Chris Haniak's like hand. Could be a salamander. Hanyak, a you have a job, huh? Not really. Not Let's really. talk about it. Uh, well, I took the gun out of my mouth. I decided that... They uh, paid you for that? No. <laughs> to take the gun out? No. <laughs> no. That was a free <laughs> no. uh, Okay, so this will be interesting because we are going to do two today. This is a double podcast. 
is going to be something special. A DP. A DP. Yeah, yeah. That's a a film term. What do do those letters stand for? Um, uh, uh, I want you to give me everything that it stands for. I'm thinking about my future political career here, so I probably should go with uh, director of photography. Director of photography or double podcast. Yeah, double podcast. Um... (laughs) So, this is a special occasion. It's literally the only two DP options. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Does everyone know that this is G-rated? Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So, we brought this together because... This is made by Pixar, right? Yes. We're all going to be animated. Yeah, exactly. We're just recording the voice part, and they're going to animate the cartoon characters. Did you know that Rambo 4 was supposed to be a Pixar movie? I heard that. Okay, so let's get right into it and say that this is a special occasion. Ethan is finally here in person. We were trying to figure out a time when we were going to do the companion podcast commentary to this that'll probably come out before this one. This one's going to be a a rainy day podcast one. Um, And what's strange about this is also that, Ethan, you're probably going to be doing a lot of the guide work on this, a lot of... A lot of directing on this. We'll call you the director on this one because you have some topics that you want to talk about. I do. Now I will read them if you want me to. Yeah, I can remind I don't you. Already, so yes. Okay. And He's got we're a lot gonna of stuff on his brain, man. We're I lost gonna... my brain. I drove yeah. down from New York today. Right. 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 Big deal. Yeah. So. Do you want to go on about five minutes? How you're a big deal? Let's start with one At least thing. Five minutes. Let's start with. You know what? Let's make it five topics because the first topic is gonna be juicy. The first topic should be you apologizing. Okay. My I've already said it twice, so and on once in the boycott. Wrong twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three times if you include this podcast. Yeah. I apologize. Ethan Mayer is a great man, yes, and yes. Uh, I appreciate it. I Ethan Meyer is a great. Man. Yes. Yeah. I appreciate that. So I, I apologize. It is it Myers? Yeah. 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 M Y R Z. Yeah. No, R-Z. yeah. <laughs> Ethan Brad. <laughs> Yes, my, my name is Ethan Mraz. Mm-hmm. My cousin Jason is amazing. You yeah. joke about that. That's going to be on the podcast. That's yeah. fine. That's the yeah. title of it. The new title is that Jason Mraz is my cousin. Yeah. And he's awesome. If I could think of any of his songs, I would make a joke about that. Are you I feeling can. energized? Sure. And are you feeling put together now that you've been juicing for a week? And by juicing, let's I, not st- not steroids. Yes. If you saw my physique, you might mistake me for taking steroids. Right. He is big and bulbous. He's yes. taking up most of the room right now. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely can bench at least 50 pounds. Maybe 60. Depends on how heavy the girl is. But, um, yeah, no, I... Hold on. Hey. How old is she? With or without a tricycle. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk to that. It's terrible. It's the sound guy. Um, Why did you do the juicing thing? Is it try to, try to, well, set, yeah, try to get in with the trend? Well, here's the thing. I live in New York, so I'm surrounded by New Yorkers at all times. This is delicious coffee, by the way. I'm sorry to interrupt you. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I'm enjoying mine. It's much needed. Um, yeah. City Coffee, Bali Blues, organic selection. Chris Haniak guy. He's already killed. Did we say that we were in Chris Haniak's uh, house? His we're apartment right now? House. We're in Haniak Studios. Haniak Studios. Take it. We're in Haniak Podcast Studios. Yeah. The, the Haniak Podcast Studios. A uh, subsidiary of uh, of Mattress King. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Beautiful. I believe, I believe we did ADR for uh, All's Fair and Love and Work in here as well. Yeah. When I told you I didn't know how to do ADR. All's Fair and Love and Work. No, I discovered that later. That's fine. All's Fair and Love and Work. What is that, Ethan? I, that's not part of the. You pi- You pitched it already. Go ahead. That's so a tell really, me. It's a really good short film. You should watch on Vimeo. It is a really good. Short yeah. And everyone in the we'll room worked on except for Greg. Yeah, that's true. So, I didn't know you then. Yeah. Well, it would have made the film worse. Um, Probably. Okay. So Man. basically, I live in New York. And so, like, most people I know have done a juice cleanse at one point in time. 
And basically, I had to get a wisdom tooth out. And I have two more coming in 2013 because my insurance is the worst. Um, shout out to Oxford Health. Okay. Because um, <laughs> they're listening. Um, but yeah, I'll so come back I, and bite you. I decided, because I figured I couldn't move my jaw or I couldn't chew. I couldn't move right. my jaw for other reasons. For your I line of work, chew. you really need to make yeah. sure. Yeah. How do you problem. get producing jobs? Right. Um, I couldn't chew, so I figured, what the hell am I might as well do is juice cleanse. Because I need to lose weight anyway. So I was like, well, fine, let's just do it. Wait, is this rated G? Okay, that's fine. Yeah, explicit. Okay, <laughs> G for explicit. I'm going to go around the room real quick. You say a dirty word. We'll go around. Okay, go ahead. Uh, cunt face. Cunt face, I like it. Balls. Balls. Dick, Simple? Dick nipple. Okay, dick nipple. I like it. Uh, cum toaster. Okay. Cool. Good. I All think right. I had the worst one. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, course, so yeah. I just decided that if I couldn't, you know, all my um, people I know had done a juice cleanse, and I said, well, if I literally can't chew food, I might as well do it. Right. And so I ended up, I only did it for two days because you had to order it at a certain time and get it delivered. Um, but yeah, I did a juice cleanse for two days, and it actually worked out really well because I think I lost like five pounds, six pounds on it. It really wasn't that bad. Like it was... It, how, many, how many meals... Or how many six, juices do you do? Six juices a day. It's, six it's a called day. the Blueprint Cleanse, which you can go to blueprintcleanse.com. What And ironically, went on sale the day after I finished it. That's sad. I was like, you bastards. It's like 65, right, for the pack? 65 a day. Yeah. Do you get to choose the flavors, or is it like an assorted... It's a, it's a, it's a thing. Um, the, you get, the first one is kind of grass-based. Mm-hmm. Um, like, not grass, but it's like green. It's all like kale and romaine and all this crap. And then that's the first one. The second one, oh, you have to remember. Second one is kind of like uh, like pineapple and apple juice, sort of. The third is the first one, is the romaine again, the kind of the grass one. The fourth one is spicy lemonade. The fifth one is kind of beet, sort of like it's like a purpley thing. And the last one is kind of a heavier, kind of, it looks like milky, but it's kind of a heavier, almost like a rice type of thing to make sure you could sleep at night because they know that... If you just keep juices all day, you're going to die. Right. Like so, so it's a very fruit, vegetable... Yeah, thing. oh yeah. It's okay. strictly those type of things. And yeah, I did that for two days. And I actually worked out pretty well. And since Does I had two with- waiting, I figured I'm going to do like a five-day, just go for it. So it's good for weight loss. Is it a lot of that, it's coming out in, in urine or bowel movements? Um, I don't know. It, wasn't, it didn't do anything crazy to my body. Uh, it did make me realize how much I appreciate food. Because I was, like, fantasizing about it all the time. Like the like, chewing of it? Just any, like, any food at all. Like, if you brought in a cheeseburger, I would have killed you for it mm. at that time period. Because I was just starving at times. And I think I realized that for me, I had to, like, supplement with, like, yogurt or, like, something. Right. Oh, just, okay. to, just to so make was, sure okay. that I wasn't going to go insane. So it was right. a juice yogurt cleanse. Yeah, it wasn't, you're not supposed to do the yogurt, but I realized, like, you che- I, I can't sleep without, like, mm. my a, something a level in of fullness. Yeah, you know? something like, in your I stomach. I sleeping tonight. Well, you know what they say. They say, he who eats... Wait, no, he who no, sleeps eats. Because if you are hungry and you go died. to you died. go to sleep, then it staves off the hunger. Let's say that I... Do you eat to live or do you live to eat? I, both. That's Ben Franklin. Oh. Uh, or Ravenous, one of those. I eat to live to watch Ravenous. Because I need my Robert Carlyle. Thank you. Thank you. Let's Thank say you. that I, as a backwards Marylander, don't have the $65 to put towards this juice, oh. specific juice cleanse diet. Can I go out and buy like a quart of ocean spray, cran apple? No. It's got a lot of sugar in it. It's got a lot of sugar in it. No. But you could juice uh, apples, oranges, and all that shit, right? I, I mean, I'm sure that it's possible, but I'm lazy. I don't right. Have time to right. figure that out. 
to buy uh, juice. Did you talk Please. to a doctor before you did this, actually? No. no. Okay, see, so that's... What, okay. Let's go into what you make per year. No. Okay, but so... So you brought it up. Okay, you were like, hey, you know, I want to come down here and do this podcast commentary, which we've touched on. But I also said, hey, I want to do a rainy day podcast that we're going to release in the future. Yes. And you were like, hey... I got some topics. I got some ideas. I do. So we got the juicing out of the way. Let's get right into what you asked about. Yeah. And um, like I told people before, I'm going to check the time, try to keep us around an hour, so don't get too crazy if I'm looking at my phone. Four but, score and seven years ago. Let's start at the beginning. Coffee also. Uh, you know what? Well, we can go. You, you okay. can do whatever you want. I want to uh-huh. get your input. Certainly, this is the reason we're having a, a roundtable discussion, because otherwise it's usually a, a one-on-one thing. I think I've only done another podcast with two other people. We can tag in and out. Sure. Yeah, okay. he, you're gonna talk. You're gonna be like my ACLU lawyer. You're gonna talk for me, Chris. Is that cool? Yeah, okay. okay. He's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be like Wayne Lapierre of the NRA and just start. Okay. Screaming. Do you want to start with politics? Should we start with politics? <laughs> politics. Okay. The first one that you say is, I think, actually a very good one. One that's been on my mind. One that I want to bring up. You say horror is to film. Uh, just like reality television is to TV. Do I agree or disagree? You want me to explain? Yeah, explain. Because to me, they're basically the same... They kind of serve the same function in each type of... Like, you know, each, you don't need stars. You don't need stars. You're basically selling... One selling, like, drama. One selling... Like, you're really only selling one thing. You're not, you know, in, in, in like a horror movie, you're not selling... A lot, but you're like True. no stars. You keep the low budget, and what you're kind of doing is is you're you're looking. You can make like there's that's a reason why there's a ton of reality shows out there because you don't have to spend a lot. And it's the same reason there's a lot of little horror movies out there because you don't have to spend a lot. So you're kind of just betting. It's kind of a gamble. It's right. kind of like we're gonna spend a hundred grand instead of a couple million. And you're I feel like they're very similar. It's the easiest way to a moneymaker, is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I think I think you're hedging your bets that way. Mm-hmm. I think that because you're not looking, people are more forgiving um, of, like, a, a horror movie, I feel like. They tend to be like, oh, like, they wouldn't judge as harshly as right. one would a drama. You know, people pick up horror movies just because. Well, I think that, like, when you asked me this question, I was like, I, I, I immediately thought, yeah, I agree with that. But then I thought about it, and I think the only difference that I see is that reality television is the norm where horror movies are still kind of the st- redheaded stepchild of films. You know, in our generation, maybe maybe it's something that a lot of people um, love, and it's got you know it has a cult following for this particular horror movie. It's something to watch a particular time of year. But people talk about horror movies like they're trashy comic books or Pulp Fiction novels. You know, I guess it depends on who the audience is. I think both both get. I mean, like I sometimes tell people like, I'm like a reality TV producer. And right. A lot of times. Do you get the eye dep- roll? Oh yeah, it's yeah. A, well, it depends on who I'm talking to. Like I just had jury duty, and I had people who were fascinated. Like the defense lawyer was like, "You do what?" <laughs> He's like, "No, tell me." Like we're doing like the jury selection. He's like, "Now tell me something. Does that stuff really?" Like, <laughs> like this has nothing to do with our trial. But, <laughs> like, but at this, but at the same time, like I tell like film people. Yeah. They oh, at they're you. just saying oh. because you're working and collecting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're all like, serious. You're working. You and your exactly. regular paycheck, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's really. Yeah. That's kind of. But I feel like it's. But both. But in the same way, there's a lot of people I think that hold horror movies that like they're made. 
I think it is. I guess there's but do you two, think it's mainstream? It's not the same audience. Well, I don't know, but a lot of people like I always think of like like the AV Club has like the um, oh, has like the yeah. the uh, oh shit the week we're tolerating week yeah well, tolerating we're tolerating this week yes yeah and there's always a reality show I'm working on that's on there I'm like right. what a piece of shit right and it's not necessarily. But, like you know, know, it's weird because it when depends. you brought it up before, uh, when we were talking about it on the last podcast, you you kind of surprised me saying that American Pickers had as much of a share as it does. Oh, yeah. Huge. So if Huge. something like that, if something like that or Ice Loves Coco or one of the programs that you do work on bring in this type of audience that goes home, turns on the television, uses it as background noise or doesn't care what they're watching... Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't wouldn't you guys say that reality television is the mainstream? Is it? It's it's the main thing on TV. It's definitely you see a lot more reality television, you know, on TV than than you would say a horror film. I mean, like, yeah, I agree. More more people I would say tune into reality television and watch it yeah. than tune into your average horror film. Plus, right. well, the fan base is also different. Yeah. But don't it's you think different. that it's also kind of like both of them? You, you're right. It's easy to make them, easy to produce them. Do you think that it's it's about the um, this kind of like base type of immediate entertainment reality I television? Well, I think horror? you're only really hitting. Well, it depends. It depends on the type of reality show too, because there's such a wide range. Much like horror movies, there's a wide range. Right. Yeah. There's the more documentary, educational type. There's yeah. the more entertainment, yeah, well, trashy say, yeah, type. Yeah, because I would say like in American Pickers is almost something like a paranormal uh-huh. activity or something that hit huge. You yeah. Know, like I know Mike. Wolf pitched that show for five years and no one cared. And then all of a sudden it got on History Channel people were like, holy crap! So is it just because yeah. more of like the subject matter and the execution? Like, what would be the difference between if, is it just wordplay if I were to say like it's an ongoing documentary, like if I were to watch something like National Geographic Presents versus, you know, like an American Pickers? Is it just the subject matter and the execution of it? Sort of yeah. like This how? is a very interesting uh, difference because I'm not going to talk so much about what I do, but if you work in post-production at a, a network that, that does that kind of um, nature-oriented stuff... Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a prison cells. It's like that yeah. could be almost sort of... Yeah, people consider that like, like in a, a different... Yeah. yeah, there's definitely a difference between documentaries and reality Absolutely. television. Right. Right? Oh, no, I, yeah. But wait a minute. Documentaries are are kind of gone. Documentaries are the unprofitable version. Exactly. Uh, uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. That explains <laughs> exactly. You yourself in the film. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't yeah. watch anything that's a, a documentary on those channels like Nat Geo or any of their competitors without saying... Hey, there's something set up here. I was watching a show the other day where it was obvious that this was scripted. This was a setup scenario. And this isn't the ecstatic truth of Werner Herzog that we're talking no, about. No, it isn't okay. Werner Herzog. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because no. I was going to say, I worked on a Nat Geo show that I won't talk about, even though I talked about it last time. I'm just dead to forget was, about it. That was not. I'm just envious that you've worked on stuff that people have seen. I'm on the other side, like. <laughs> And you can literally, you can, you can literally see me. Yeah. Um, you, if you watch, you watch at least two episodes of Isis Cook of this season. You're like, yeah, there's Ethan right there, standing in the background. But you know, I just, I found that interesting the idea of, I guess because I'm, I think it's true. I think in there's reality, parts of it that are true. I, I tend not that many, I feel like I'm put in the role of a defender, even though I'm not. You have. I don't really watch it, but I, I respect like the people in it are all like I don't like the people I work with are not people who are like, oh, yeah. they get. Yeah, yeah. crap at like they're not like, like Jersey Shore or yeah they're not yeah like those aren't the shows I work on so I guess yeah. I sometimes feel like people look at it like the lowest common denominator yeah. 
and I don't think that like those aren't the people that work at it per se. I'm but sure theoretic- are, but, but theoretically, you're not pissing on what brings you a paycheck. Simply be. I mean, you also have to be of the opinion that this has an audience. You already oh, yeah. see how well it does. Mm-hmm. So I mean that. I mean, you seem like a business-minded person too. You don't seem like. I've become art more only. so as of late. No, yeah. I've definitely become more so. I think like working on these shows have helped that. Where you're yeah. like, oh, if people don't watch, it doesn't matter really. Yeah. There was it. yeah. We had this great, um, this great meeting talking about the rating system and how how cable companies and Netflix and all of those uh, companies are going up against networks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are traditionally based on commercials. I'm good. Chris is going across. I'm no, no. I'm listening. No, I'm good. But yeah, no. Any anything more to add? I, I think I think I think that we can agree and disagree depending on the scenario. Um, yeah. What do you think about you? You know, you're you're not the biggest horror fan, right? Not necessarily. I mean, there are horror films that I really really like, but it's right. not my favorite genre to watch. I mean, do you think it's I, I end up working on a lot of horror films. You right. know, again, like as Ethan said, they're cheap to make, yep. easy to make. You don't yep. need stars, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I mean, that's generally what I end up working. A lot of on. indie stuff is yeah, yeah. A lot of independent Falls movies. Into that. Are, a lot of it, I would say, even even with horror movies and yeah. and, and reality shows, a lot of times it's like one location, sure, or, or one. That I mean, that helps a lot too. I mean, that's kind of right. like what was that show they did in Lutherville? It was like in Maryland. They did a Ball Boys for NBC, and it was like mostly out of their store. So basically, you've got to light a store. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Done. Just Let's like do this show. just like uh, Pawn Stars or yeah. whatever those oh, yeah. shows. Oh yeah, Stars. I mean, that's you know, and even something like American Pickers is mostly outdoors. So you don't have to worry about. Well, I I see that you work on these shows. Do you watch reality television? Not particularly. Do I you watch horror movies? No, I don't like horror movies. Not even like The Shining or Jacob's Ladder. Not really, classics. I don't, I don't like. Yeah. I don't because I'm a jumpy person. Okay. okay. So for me to be scared, I feel like that isn't an accomplishment. That's like calling me short. That's that's true. Yeah, but you're a seven saying. foot tall man. Why yeah. would anyone on a call podcast? Sure, no. Yeah. But yeah, but so I like I I think I can appreciate horror movies, but like I'm way too jumpy. Okay, I get scared too easily. So what do you feel about real? Do you watch any reality television? You know, I uh, I do actually. I end up watching a lot of stuff on Annie. I love like Lock Up and Storage Wars and okay. Parking Wars and any Storage any show that ends in wars. I will watch mm-hmm. the shit. Out it's of like it. battles. Yeah, it's drama. Like yeah. race wars. That's race wars. That's is the a best great one. one. I love yeah, that's. Really I love good. that. White power episode. Yeah, white, oh, yeah, the whites are actually up this season. Mm-hmm. So, the white, I mean, surprisingly. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me something. Reality television? Do you do you uh, watch anything? I've seen a couple American Picker episodes. It's not bad. It's interesting. Does um, it keep you coming I, back though? I don't feel like we're the demographic for it. Well, the thing is, is that probably not the demographic. I mean, like I've always been hearing like everyone like, well, I don't like watching reality show, but The Amazing Race or you know The Owner of Jack. Like, oh, like game shows and yeah, like and I'm just like, competition. If you enjoy it, just yeah, just well, the say, thing you know, is they good. can spin it to whatever demographic they want. Like, I mean, they have you know competition shows, but they have like yeah. cooking competition yeah. shows and yeah. then like Survivor. Reality like, TV is such like a blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so much in there. You're like Survivor. Yeah. But then I, I feel like some of those reality cast. shows are a lot oh, more yeah, scripted totally. than others. You know, like I watch. Storage Wars, and I mean that, that that feels scripted to a degree, but it, like Beverly, like the ho- Real Housewife shows, yeah. all that stuff seems like they're just throwing stuff. I'm like out burst, of like whenever I hang out with Monique, and I'm I feel like I'm bursting her bubble when I'm telling her, "Aren't you skeptical about how these shows are going down? You think that they said exactly that? You don't think that they're kind of like stilted and nervous when they're on camera? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of it is finessed if it's not scripted. It's a lot right. of it's like, hey, why don't you take that again? You know, let's yeah. let's try that again. You've been out on shoots. Is it is it 
Um, I don't know if it's like... Is there ever created? It can be. Well, I think it depends on the shoot. It depends on what they're looking for and what they're trying to get out of people. But it is funny. You're, just, you reminded me of a funny story real quick that you're talking about not being demographic. Demographic. Is that like, for me, like, I never heard of... Other people are leaving. I, I had not heard of American Pickers when I got offered it. Yeah. Because I just, again, I don't... I didn't know. I was being pitched it by a British gentleman. I didn't know what he was saying because I was on the phone. I was driving. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know what they're saying to me. Right. Sure, I'll do it. I don't care. <clears throat> but it was really funny because I was in, I was in Appleton, Wisconsin, and I was driving the van from the show. And it was funny because I had the radio on. And I'm driving to go get like go get gas before like the next day we were shooting, and I hear like on the radio like the local rock stations like, "Hey, we just spotted the American Pickers band like going down Main Street." And I'm like, "Ah, shit, that's that's me." And like, but throughout my journeys of like Middle America, yeah, I mean, I was le- if I was driving the van or they were, it, we they're legit. People were super excited. Yeah, like I would, dri- I would drive the van a little bit places, and I mean, everywhere I went, people would come up, pull up next to you, like, <gasps> oh, you're not them. But like, no. it was just amazing. I mean, that show is legit. Like, people were really excited about. You it. think we're too cynical? No, you think that the demographic might be too cynical for it? Like, because you say Middle America, and I think really genuine, down to earth people too, and they're like, they're interested. Oh yeah. Oh no, they're they're. I mean, there's not. I yeah. It's just. Well, it's in the same way that, like, to bring it back, like, when I told certain people who were at the table that I said I was doing a juice cleanse, they said, what the hell's a juice cleanse? Right. Hi, how you doing? Like, right. That's Dan's No, he, like, to I be told, fair, he thought you said Jew cleanse. Exactly. <laughs> I'm German. You can't make that joke around me. Actually, my people are Yeah, but, um, that's a... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What kind of but cleaners like, but like, do you... like, when I told my parents, I'm like, I'm doing a juice cleanse. They're like, what the hell's a juice cleanse? Yeah. It's the same type of thing, I, you know, like, when I'm in Astoria in New York, in, where I live... And I took people working at American Pickers, they go, oh, I kind of yeah. know. Because I don't, like, we don't have that same collector mentality of, like, where you live. When you have, like, space and you can actually collect things. Or, you right. Know, you can do this stuff and, and there's, like, a community behind it. And, like, yeah. you know, we would go to town and there'd be, like, the circus coming to town. Yeah. Like, we were, like, in certain parts of the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. I don't yeah. think anyone's ever gone to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan because it was just, like, mm-hmm. woo. Like, I mean, we were, like... The, the, the main the, stars, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, Hollywood came amazing. to town. Hollywood was in town yeah. at the Comfort Inn and Suites. So it was just like... But yeah, it's it depends. I don't, I don't know if it's a cynical thing. It just might be your life experience. And what Would you say you that the Northeast contains a better class of people in general? Certainly better. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. More informed, better looking. You don't have any listeners in the Midwest. I love everyone in America, um, especially in Missouri and Kansas. Um, Okay, let's move on. I I think think we're good. People of Missouri. Fantastic. Show me state. Don't mind if I do. Hot people living in I will say, what I learned from American Pickers is that Wisconsin has some amazing beer. Oh, yeah. 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 How is the cheese there? It was good. <laughs> that there would suck. If yeah. it was horrible, that would yeah. suck. That's right. No, there's a place in Madison, like right on the square, that had some. Oh, yeah. man. And what I like there. is that they wear it on their heads. So you yeah, can just like too. pick it right off of their. That's that's yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. Those are well, real. What was fun, what was fun was in Wisconsin. I'm the son of two teachers. And that was like where they had all like, the union battles. And there was like a big sign that was like. Thank you, Governor Walker, for fighting against the spoiled <laughs> few. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you mean like policemen, firefighters? Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm way too. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm from the Northeast right now. Yeah. I'm like, 
Yes, spoil please. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right, a civil servant. Yeah. God like, damn yeah. them. You Going into the fires people. and shit. Ah, teacher, teaching our kids. Yeah. Easy message. Yeah, I feel like that's uh, easy to I turn know, in. As the son of two teachers, oh, we were so rich. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Was Definitely. That's class. why you're wearing a diamond encrusted yeah. crown right now. This is a strictly anti-union show. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. We don't like unions. Don't yeah. even say that word. Right. Now. Let's go on to number two. The three of us on this side of the table should unionize. Against Greg. Here. I tried union. Oh, that's right. I'm go yeah. back. I'm Chris right. has uh, union. union. Don't do I, keep, it. I keep threatening. Don't do it. Don't do I it. Keep yeah. threatening you like money, don't you? I do like money. Do unions actually get you money? Do they really do it? I was disappointed just because they were honest about that, but it was the lack of training. Now, whether or not that was um, actually just because of... Just but they, the, st- they still take the their Sign of the times or just because They of still that. take their hand and put it in your pocket, right? Yeah. I tell you what, if you want to be a union camera guy in New York City... Oh, yeah. But the workshops and the just made the, the I money think, sign. I think the whistle sound. The money yeah, sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offer a lot Thank of you for an audio medium. Yeah, you're welcome. Explaining you're that welcome. to them. Make sure I want Can you please <laughs> explain everything that, uh, that, <laughs> that Ethan no, does? I was, just, I was just wondering, do they offer, though, a lot of workshops and training and seminars? And, like, I don't, all I know is that. That was kind of what. The location and the reward has to be why you're ponying up that much money. Because I met a lot of camera guys who are not union because they're like, we're not spending blank amount of Jesus Christ. But how many of them are right now? Were they like veterans? This wasn't like fresh out of college. No. Like, okay, yeah, 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 we're talking. Yeah, we're talking like guys who like are DPs on bigger, bigger shows. Yeah, Ethan, like twenty years in the business. Probably. Do you want to tell the story of Josh Eisenberg getting eaten by a uh, by a bum? Oh, uh, no. no, let's not do that. That's a, that's another <laughs> I podcast. I wasn't there for that. Yeah, yeah. Contact Josh for that story. No, no, no I like I like proxies. Anyway, oh, okay. let's move on to the second I one. I think that guys. you're gonna like this Ethan one in liter- particular. Right. Josh was literally eaten by a crackhead. He okay, was. No. He was. Now, unless I was the bum. I thought yeah, that was the second question. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was the question. It was a request. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. Oh, okay, God, number so two. Confused. Number two. Uh, does watching a recent terrible movie from <laughs> for rubbernecking purposes or what do you call peanut gallery? You know, talk. Making sure. fun of it, yeah. uh, encourage their makers, and is that a good thing? I.e., Uwe Boll, or is it Uwe Boll? Uwe Boll. Uwe Boll. The Room, our favorite. Yeah. Tommy Wiseau. Uh, Birdemic, of course. Oh, uh, Titanic. Oh, thank you. By oh, the way, oh, Titanic Two. I don't think I've done that for for bringing me Birdemic. Birdemic. I, 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 like, Titanic Two. I, I get this weird feeling of like like I want to watch really crappy movies sometimes. Sure, like, everyone. Like, yes. like, I don't mind watching The Room, I don't mind watching yeah. The Pandemic, yeah. but there's certain ones, like, I would love to watch an American Carol, because I don't okay. see how... Oh, it's bad. But that's what I mean. But, like, I don't want them to think that they did something good. Well, right. you're putting money in their pocket, that's right? That's what I mean. Like, I don't so know. you're encouraging it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't want, like, if there's a way I can watch it on the slide... So like would that. you say that you would rather steal bad movies? For entertainment no, only. Well, I just rather no. for, for me, like I kind of, I almost rather abstain because I don't want to reward. I'd rather delay, deny myself that. This pleasure. ties into a later yeah, question. A later question. I yeah. You know, um, regardless of the actual quality of the product, the fact is that you're being entertained by it. Yeah. And and you know whether it's good or not. And you know we've worked on plenty of bad movies. It goes on somebody's resume. Yeah, it, it might well, have paid somebody, for those jobs. Somebody it might have paid for that. You know, somebody put some effort, some time, some money into. It, so why shouldn't they make a little money? We've uh, had, know, we've, had yes. we've had the UA Bowl. We had two UA Bowls, right? Two. And the second one was not that good because his movies became Wait. yes. Uh, so what were the first ones? We did first, House of the Dead, House of the Dead, Blood Rain, and Alone in the Dark. And Alone in the Dark was the first uh, annual UVA Bowl. And it was just you. Was it just you and me? Uh, I think so. And yeah. we had so much fun. We had fun a great time watching those movies. Yeah. The second one was Postal Blood Rain Two. Blood Rain Two, which is fucking horrible compared yeah. to the first one. Uh, in the name of the King. 
Yeah, we start with in the name of the king. One, we watch Blood Rain two. Two is already out on Netflix. Three's coming with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, and then we watch the first ten minutes of Postal. No, we no, watched we, all no, the we watched we it. Watch all the whole thing? We watched the whole thing, Maybe but I'm it was three. It was three in the morning. It was three in the morning. I wouldn't watch that movie, but I was like, I wouldn't watch Postal, but I want all the money to go to Dave Foley. Yeah, and it's nothing to It starts with a 9/11 joke, and then it goes downhill from there. But I didn't find that offensive. You know, the thing with Postal, the thing with Postal was where it was placed in the viewing that night. It was the last movie we watched. It was two or three in the morning. We had lost all of our energy on the other three. I think four movies was pushing it. Maybe two movies was pushing it. Yeah. But we we were so excited from the first one, the first three movies that we did like the year before. We were like, we got to do this again. Yeah. And Dan and I were excited about this. Well, this illustrates the, the problem with bad movies is like when they're bad and hilariously bad, then they're fantastic. But when they're just mediocre and boring. Yeah, when they peaked. It's and hard. It's just like, eh. we, did, yeah. we did the... You heard the podcast with Dan, the, the third episode... Our favorite, one of our favorite terrible directors, Vince Bowman. Mm. Oh yeah, and yeah. Vince oh, Bowman. He, he knows. You know. Oh, you. I saw. <laughs> I wrote. I saw yeah. your your notes. Yeah. From Cranberry Breckenridge. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's such an. It, it, he's such an amazingly bad. I don't think yeah. that incurred. Well, I mean, I don't, it's weird. I don't know. Like, there's a weird line there. Because there's certain types of movies that I, I like. To I hear him, to hear him, like, talk about the Vince Bowman trilogy, Urban Ninjas, to hear him talk about it on his website, it's almost like you're encouraging. He says, thank you, all these fans that are watching it. He thinks it's legit. Now, People guys, are watching it for did you guys hear the art. From something awful? Is that how you guys heard about the Bowman trilogy? Yes. Or did you guys actually stumble upon it? Dan, yeah. Dan, Dan Bright something, something awful. awful. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, there's a site on something or the the column on something awful like profiles them. really bad movies. Yeah, you know, but like really laughably awful bad. But movies. I remember you yeah. telling me that the write up on was it Urban Ninjas? Yeah, that's the first one you read was yeah. like so hilariously bad. You were like, I, I need to hear that. I need yeah. to get this. And the thing is, I mean, yeah, it's terrible. It's really poorly made, but it's entertaining. Yeah, and for that, I mean, I think he deserves my five dollars or whatever I spent on the DVD. Okay. You know, but let me ask you something. And I would love him to make more because it's so bad. Okay, so is that the bottom line that it brings you entertainment, so you don't mind paying yeah. for more of that yeah. entertainment? You're you're not paying for the quality of it. You're paying for the entertainment value. Okay. Right. So yeah, they deserve. The you did. I know Dan saw it. I don't know if you did. Did you see the um, the house that bleeds on Alex? Was <laughs> that what it was called? Yeah, the short starring. Um, there was uh, an Adam. Wiseau. Yeah, he did a short film for Adam.com or Adam Films or was whatever. Is this the horror film? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've heard of it, but and I didn't see it. It's very room like, very much like the room, but it's 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 on purpose. Yeah, like, it's purposefully bad. Yeah. You know? so, so, and he's playing to his to his uh, yeah. his yeah. persona. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that was really entertaining. Okay, that's, that's really entertaining. fucking entertaining. Even though he's kind of because I mean, it's a short film. It's like five right. minutes long yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah it's a feature, but you're crazy. Right. Yeah. Titanic 2. Titanic 2. I don't even think we finished it yet, but no. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's got like, great parts. I, like, I'd be interested to see um, like Atlas Shrugged, because those two are supposed oh to be... Oh, my... Yeah, the one and two, yeah. Oh, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, like I don't want that asshole who's paying for them. Do you have a right. problem with uh, with Yui Bull? Do you, have you seen any of his movies? No, actually, no, I haven't, because I, I, was, I don't want to encourage him. So he's well, the one that you're I mean, kind of worried about. He is, but let me tell you, you know, he doesn't need your encouragement because he's the most prolific weird. German filmmaker since 
Fritz Lang. I was going to say Lenny Riefenstahl. <laughs> Either or, really. I don't appreciate you attacking <laughs> uh, So, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> let's not make this that podcast. I love bad movies. I think they're best watched in the company of friends, late night, you know, drunk at some point. Oh, Lord, man, you're rocking yeah. And you. Oh, here comes Chris oh, with the espresso maker. And it sounds great, I'm sure. Yeah. Try to listen through it. Put yeah. it. Listen through it. Take your time with Let it. Let me just put this very hot. We're gonna put it right in our mouth. Next yeah, topic is, is the secrets mm. of life. That smells fantastic. Yeah, it smells great. Yeah. Um, Chris, you're on cup three. Uh, no, that's just general demeanor. Half cup. Half cup. <laughs> I was doing that. That's yeah, just general okay. demeanor. Listen, they're, they're they're like the little espresso cups. So every then, time every time I've seen Chris out in public, I was like, he's going for coffee. I saw him about a month ago at AFI Silver. I lean over to my girlfriend. I'm like, he's going to get coffee. And what did he do? He went to go get coffee. <laughs> I came from a coffee shop and I gunned it down the Silver Spring. <laughs> but, but, but Chris has this thing. If you watch him long enough, he starts he starts Clean doing him. this kind of like so the thriller next sound move. here, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of Chris Hangout bouncing off of the wall. <laughs> That's gonna be our next National Geographic. So you haven't seen any UA Bowl and you don't want to because you've seen the the boxing match and all that crap. He's a douche. Okay. Yeah, he is a douche. You know, you watch House of the Dead. It's not a waste of your time. It's what was our favorite scene or line Uh, from that? It's uh, well, one of them was they come across the. No, I did see the end of House of the Dead. They come across and then the, the actual. Zombie movie comes down to like a martial arts fight at the end. Nah, I, they all feel it it's all, it's get, it's They all got a rave like, sponsored yeah. by Sega. Yeah. Is that why they only do cell for no more hardware? No. They come across <laughs> the actual House of the Dead, which is more like a cave or something. Yeah. And it's then this guy comes out and he's like, it looks like it's over a million years old. It's filled with nothing but Sega CDs and Dreamcasts. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's not a million years old. She said, it looks like it's over a million years old. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, some yeah. some art yeah. apprentice. My favorite it. aesthetic touch of that movie is how they actually splice in clips from the video yeah, game yeah, yeah. in the final in fight first per, In kind of first person. Yeah, it's a first person shooter, so you get, you know. It's pretty amazing. Everyone's getting uh, why, why is refilled. Every movie not a I'm still working shooter. on my beer, so. Have you seen Doom? Did you like the first-person stuff in there? It wasn't that bad. Cool. I mean, it wasn't, Thank you. I mean it's a but Dwayne the, Johnson film. It wasn't so shots from the video game. Carl Like, they actually... Yeah, that actually... Is it Urban? Urban. 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 I'm just going to call him Judge Dredd. Yeah. And then... Ooh, wait. Is it Rosamund Pike? Is that... Is she in? She's, she's pretty hot. Ooh, wow. Yeah, she's a hot. She's a yeah. Jack Reacher shot. I I don't mind if it's a Reacher around there. Shot in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That is a terrible name for a movie, isn't it? Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Well, you know it's going to be easy for the porn title. Well, yeah. Can I get some of that almond milk, please? <laughs> Wait, now who's who's the porn version of uh, Tom Cruise? Other than Tom Cruise, um, James yeah. Dean. That's are the we talking porn right. star I can think who's of. The, who's the guy in Devil's Race Course? Um, Tahoe. Caroline Pierce? No, the guy. Oh, we're not talking about porn stars. I'm sorry. Porn Rolodex. Yeah. No, the guy that you say looks like Tom Cruise, the young guy. Oh, that's Justin Tully. Justin Tully. Tully. Well, Mini Cruise. Oh, okay. Oh, it's too late. It was just, it was just an easy question. Yeah. You want to uh, ju- jump, jump on it? Yeah, like, over the sound guys. Over the there. sound guys. Where's the sugar? Where's the sugar? Can I bring it? I'll give, give you some sugar. Thank you. You're bringing the fourth one. Sorry. Okay, what was I What was I saying? We were talking about Yui Bowl. Uh, we talked Terrible about movies. House of the Dead. House of the Dead. Okay, I lost We're about to talk about question three. I think I think we're good. I think we're good on this. Did you need more sweet loaf? No. Good. Thank you. You can call me sweet loaf. really good. I'm glad. Man, it's like they were I love this combination podcast tea party. It is. It's coffee, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Reality television shows blow ass. Hey, give me the cream, please. We're, we're, we're podcasting uh, down tonight. I just yeah. simply like that there's enough yeah. of this. I try to show there. what I can. There's enough. 
There's a little clinking. Well, see, I don't have to edit this or listen to it, so it doesn't bother me. It doesn't make me angry. Fuck you. I'm just putting it out. Who gives a fuck editing? This is Nesbitt. What do you think about the funny is, like, the second you don't have to worry about a post, you're like, whatever. Fuck that. If I had a lamp underneath my shirt, I would just be touching it nonstop. That's why, I got that's why I enjoy being in the field these right. days. Like, they're quick. like, what about posts? I'm like, yeah, Exactly. Fine. Someone asked me to be on their podcast, and I was like, well. <laughs> and I'm making all this yeah. noise. Well, well, let's, are let's, we let's, even monitoring this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. listen, I put a limiter on there. It's fine. All right. Mini question, Chris. What's your uh, least favorite thing that actors do to you on set when you're trying to get good audio? When I'm trying to get good audio... Um, Actors alone, not like something that actors. they can't control. Like stupid I don't care actors. for this clothing. What is it that stupid or, actors do? I don't like it when I ask for like I don't want to invade them or bother them if they're really trying or if they're method. But it's like, listen, when you're coming in low, just please speak a little bit louder because if I I have, you can't just bump the gain up and they're just like okay. And I have personally I have personally been in the room when Chris Haniok has gotten to the point of. Just enough frustration where he's like, can you speak up? You know, like really like putting some guttural stuff into it. This yeah. wasn't recent though. This was when we first started. <laughs> this did, I, I never had let's, an episode when I was paid for a job. Let's get into three because I think these yeah. are going to become more developed as we go. Yeah. You got a 39 minutes. Much like, much like Ethan, it starts okay. strong and then it goes downhill fast. Yeah. What's your wife's name? Okay. Business <laughs> you son of a, you son of a. Okay, so, uh, here's here's a, here's a good one. Uh, my desire. This is I'm talking as Ethan. Ethan's desire to defend Chris Nolan. That's a inter- terrible Ethan impersonation. Hi, my name is Ethan. To defend. To defend Chris Nolan. Yeah. Uh, from internet criticism for fear that he will respond like the heads of Bioware. Now, hold on a second. Mass Effect 3, this is what you say, Mass Effect 3 came out, critics whined about the ending, gamers were crazy, they, they hated it, they chose to leave the business. Now, what? was, okay, he's saying that Bio, the guys from Bioware left the business, oh but did that correlate to how Mass Effect 3? The were that, that because they spent so much time putting, putting so much time into their... You know, into the Mass Effect, you know, putting all this time, it was their thing, da, da, da. and then they had the ending, and then the ending came out, and all these people started whining, and all these people started crying, and all these people were like, there's no way I didn't like the ending, because I, they, you only entertain me for a mere 120 hours yeah, in right. games. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, you know what? I don't we I have quit. to deal with this. Man. And that's what I, it, part of me worries about, and again, it, it doesn't, I'm not saying it makes sense, because most of my thoughts don't. But, like, I worry that, like, for me, with Christopher Nolan, I feel like it's just a blessing that we're alive in a time that he's around. He's like, fantastic. I love the fact that I've been able to track him from a little movie to, like, you know, like, following to, like, he shot on weekends to, like, yeah, yeah. the $4 million memento to the $60 yeah. million dollar insomnia to, you know, like, boom, like, moving yeah. up. And I love the fact that to he's earned it. Yeah, yeah. And it's oh, something yeah. that goes, and it's something that goes against you specific. No. Something, I have an issue, and it's something probably because I, I work in the field. There's a problem for me. I get annoyed by, by criticism from people who have no intent to ever do it. Okay. And who shoot on Chris Nolan, like, well, how come he didn't fix it? Why does it take Christopher Nolan, or why does it take Batman so long to climb up the wall? Right. Anyone could have seen the right. blah, blah, blah. And it's such, it's such a group process. It's such a lifetime of work to get to that point that it, it annoys me to a degree to have someone 
be able to, to pull it apart and be semantic to be about it. To be like, eh, right. Eh. Well, first of all, that's 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 internet geekdom. That's the cornerstone yeah. of internet Absolutely. geekdom. I'm just saying, I don't like the internet. That's from Twitter. yeah. Fuck it. It's not like any of us are on Twitter. No, I'm not. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mystery the Myers Man. <laughs> no, but I say uh, no. I completely agree. I love uh, having grown with uh, Nolan as a filmmaker. Memento's one of the movies that made me want to go into filmmaking. But I look at that. I look. You know, this is quickly going to become what's wrong with Dark Knight Rises ending, and we've already touched on that several times on this. And you got to admit, you've seen that, right? I'm not ruining anything. Are you telling me that that wasn't disappointing to you? I wasn't disappointed at all by the ending. No. Really? Ooh. No, I wasn't either. No. That's two? I thought it was all right. Okay. The, the I least, might be in the minority. I, I, was, least, I wasn't disappointed. Yeah. No. No, you go. I'm going to throw that out. Okay, wait a minute. The movie overall experience, I walked out of there, I loved it. Yeah, that last absolutely. third, though. No. No. No I problem. Liked it. I walked out. I, because here's the thing. is like I think if you want to break down logistics, that movie... Is probably not a success, but I don't give a shit about the logistics of. You're talking well, about semantics. Were, You're talking no, I'm about. I'm talking about like if you break it down, like, well, how come he had the bomb for this long? Okay. And yeah, right. How come in three months no one did anything? You're like, well, that's yeah. all movies have potholes. That's the essence of movies yeah. is that they have. Don't you think you that there was okay? So do you think that it's purely hype though that caused all these people to be like, hey, this is not as good as Dark Knight. It's no, got I more plot holes than Dark Knight. I think smell blood in the water. I'd say it's okay. equal amount. And I think... It is the last installment. Yeah. Equal amount I think they're ready to go. I think, like, I have a feeling that, you know, like, Iron Man 3 people are... I mean, Iron Man 2 wasn't that great. Yeah. Let's face that. Yeah. I have pretty, a feeling Iron Man 3 will either be, well, thank God they got rid of John Favreau and they brought yeah. Shane Black, he's amazing, or, yeah. well, Shane Black shouldn't be allowed to direct movies. Exactly. Blah, blah, it's blah, either... Yeah. Because you have well, to... In order to be heard, you got to go to the extreme. The, and that's the, what bothers me, is that the people go to the extreme of The Dark Knight Rises and they start right. shitting on it. You're like... And again, it's the same type of thing. You're like, you're shitting on a guy who did a movie in like 2002 mm-hmm. and, or, you know, or 2002 and then 2008 and 2012 has done an amazing thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and done, and like, I mean, I think whether, like emotionally, at the ending of the movie where they're, the thing that everyone hates, like, why is, you know, how come it's just like the thing they said earlier? Right. That's what movies are. Mm-hmm. Movies are. They set it up and they paid it off. Right. That's mm-hmm. the end. And like, to me, I really enjoyed that. I was like, oh, and afterwards, if I want to think about it, that's fine. But like in the moment, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they showed an apartment building very close to my house at the Perry End. <laughs> and I laughed. I was like, oh my god, ugly piece of shit building. I walked the dog past there when he's flying out to sea. But well, yeah, so you're already showing a little favoritism, much like people from Baltimore lived in Baltimore feel about the wire. <laughs> well, no, well, like I, well, part of me watching that movie was like I was, I would love to watch it again and just look and see how they connected yeah. New York to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Because I'm like, where's New York yeah. and where's Pittsburgh being? That's amazing. But, yeah. But it's the same type of thing where, like, like emotionally, that movie, I think, worked perfectly. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) The same thing can be said for a show like Lost, though, that was an emotionally satisfying ending but wasn't necessarily sound in its narrative plot development. But then you're arguing, did you enjoy the characters? At the end of the day, what is... I I am completely with Ethan on, I don't think that any ending should be changed because someone's whining about it wasn't good enough. But I can say, what is the most important thing for me when I walk out of a movie is emotional satisfaction. Do I I feel good about it? But a day later, I'm thinking Dark Knight Rises, last the third act... 
has issues, has shitload of issues. Have what you seen you, it since? I have not seen it. Yeah. No. So, I mean, I think no. it deserves a second view. Probably. Like, I have not seen I always give movies three. I Mass Effect 3. I give Neither. movies three times before I, I count what my true feeling about them is. The only thing I will say that I did not like about The Dark Knight uh, Rises in particular was the fact that Bane went out like a bitch. That yeah, he was taken out that kind of because they really went in a corner over. where it's like Batman has a shotgun to his face. The only thing I would have liked with the, that would have been like a little bit longer fight between Bane. Yeah. And I thought when Wayne put on the knee brace and he kicks the crap out of that brick wall, I thought, oh, he's gonna kick Bane in the face and destroy his mask. I was expecting something like that, but Ethan, that didn't happen. Ethan, you're not a big gamer, but you no, have. I am. I are you? I do okay. Because I thought that you, you know, I, I didn't get the sense that you did other than a few, like, Mass Effect. I do, I do, Spec Ops The Line? <laughs> no, I didn't. Spec Ops. No, I do okay. I play, I play a decent amount of Okay. Games. How do you feel about Yeah, pour that in your coffee. <laughs> don't, don't combine coffee and stuff. Yeah. Um, so did you pay, play Mass Effect 3? Oh, yeah. Did you finish oh, it? I didn't finish it, so we can avoid spoiler. Okay, we oh, I don't mind. You guys. We won't. <laughs> he doesn't care. Chris doesn't care. You. <laughs> you came out in February. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Care. No, but like because the end of that game, it. it I mean, it, they've been building and building and building, and it's not. I believe there's a. I believe there's a rat that farted in your refrigerator. There's someone. You summon Doctor Who. Everyone, please send help. Bioware <laughs> sent their assassins. The new heads of Bioware <laughs> to try to kill us. But no, I like because here's it's about the journey, and yeah, like yeah. that game, it's like, I mean, to be fair, like I because I, I love the Mass Effect games. It's fantastic. I'm a huge yeah. Mass yeah. Effect fan, and I love the fact that like everything I did three games ago matters mm-hmm. now. I mm-hmm. love that. That it's mm. the same, but no. And the I world just, is tangible. It's very oh, like yeah. like uh, like a Star Wars when universe someone, or when Star someone Trek. Died in that game. Yeah. How far are you? Who's who's far? Like, I, I don't mind. I never played spoil it. Like I've beat. Be, be general. Be general about it. What? <laughs> I, I really don't care. It's using Dan's putting earmuffs on. Okay, wait. Everyone, wait. Dan's gonna be the one. But like when Morden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. When things happened to him, I was like legit. Like ah, oh, that's you were awesome. okay. Really you're really them. like emotionally invested in those characters. Yeah, well, what can you, you say feel... about a fucking video game where you're emotionally oh, invested yeah, in characters? Exactly. First of all, exactly. So at the end, like I, I just was just like, why? Like I like I understood like when I read about what their complaints were, I understood it, but at the same time, like I don't know. I I just I have a hard time going on a journey of 120 hours and bitching at the last minute. Well, having, yeah. having played a I lot of video that. games, as we all have, I mean, has there ever been a video game where you're like, man, that ending was amazing, that completely overshadowed any content or any of the fun that I had oh, yeah. during the game? I've had those. Yeah, you I've know. had those. Just recently. Th- yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, of course, go ahead. Just recently, it was like Spec Ops The Line. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew nothing about it. I remember seeing it in June <laughs> when it came out. But see, out. That's a, you know, we talked about that on a recent podcast, and that's something... I didn't know that. The, I knew you right. talked about it, but I didn't know that was But that's... Up. I mean, that that, that yeah. game is one of, one of a kind, too, because it's dealing with with themes and, and story that a lot of right. first-person shooters... Matter, like it's yeah. a third-person right. shooter, but we have all this different stuff. I, I agree. I would, see that, I would say that that's probably one of the most... That game left it felt, complicated. It, yeah, yeah, and it left me feeling rather gut punched at the sure. end. Like, damn. And now, if you were to ask some stuff, and like that doesn't hold up because of the not complete twist ending at the end, but you could turn that same like critical eye that you have with the Dark Knight Rises or something with that sure. media, where you're just like, well, it doesn't hold up on 
you know. Do you say you say this? You say this like you don't really like you haven't had this. I believe that with video games that that's more of an exception than the norm. So you think that? Okay, so your experience really with video game endings is that they're just an off point. They're just like done. That's the end of the story. It's not like you know, wow, that was fantastic. It's always just like. And Mario found the princess in this castle. (laughs) Completely unsatisfying. Sure. Well, I was gonna say, in a way, like with Mass Effect, I almost felt like. I don't spoil a bunch of games now. You can. Like, kind of with, like, Red Dead Redemption. Okay. Which is a great ending. That's true. John Marston kind of had to die. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of how I felt. But that narrative right there is... It's it's a rolling narrative, and it has has a finality to it. It has... You know, resonance with you because you see that arc of that character. You see it. But that's what I mean, like, with Mass Effect 2, that I think to, you know. Spoiler alert. (laughs) But, like, to get to the end of the game, Shepard doesn't come out of this and has a family. Yeah, sure. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go retire now. Like, you know, he's not going to be like, you know, we're not going to have, like, a DLC of, like, Shepard at 70. (laughs) We're not? In the the holiday. Oh, my God, Shepard's still alive. Ah!" You know, like. Loud noises and peeking. (laughs) Shepard files for an AARP card. That's not The Reapers are back. Come here, bitch. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, I would like to work on that. Bioware. Dear Bioware. Shepard at 80. Go. Shepard tells, tells children to get off of this space lawn. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, we take... Okay, no, we take Clint Eastwood in Gran Torino. Perfect. And we mix it with Shepard yeah. the same way, but like with aliens. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like god. it. Get off my lawn. The final boss is an empty chair. <laughs> oh, he goes to the boss of the Reapers and it's an empty chair. <laughs> yes. Oh no, he goes. It's the what's his, oh what's the um, Martin Sheen character in, in the in the oh that yeah. lucid man the yes lucid, lucid man, man is a chair yeah. yes I like that yeah. done it I like it yeah well you know uh, I know we're gonna dabble in a little bit about video games but this was about the question I think that this year has been a big deal for video games that. Um, even the the getting the spotlight on them are more story oriented and even more ending oriented than previous years. I talk about journey. We just talked about how it's about the journey, the adventure. Yeah. Completing. Have you played that? Yeah. Have you played I've that? Played. No, I know no, a little yeah? bit though, but I haven't done it. I know. But, but the yeah. journey. You like scarves. Yeah, if you love Scarves, is, is that PS3 only? Yes, it's a yeah. PSN. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah. But it's such a fantastic game because of the revelation that it brings you at the end. Okay? So there's a lot of question about death and, and transcending and heaven and all that stuff. Uh, Walking Dead won a bunch of awards mm, this year yeah. so long so far for being the best game of the year, and that's a big deal because it's coming from an indie developer. That's a completely narrative-based game. It's not even people have been debating whether it's a game because basically it's a choose-your-own-adventure or like press the button to to get to like this. heavy rain. Yes, exactly like Heavy Rain. So you're not doing anything that's kind of like actually controlling the character. You are moving in parts, but the decisions are just a button press. You know what I mean? But it's so narrative-oriented. It's so getting to the end. The end has resonance. It has a point. So... To me, I like yeah. You know, going back to the thing about Mass Effect Three and Dark Knight Rises, I'm not a, a fan of changing anything, even if I'm not a fan of it, because that's their work. I don't want to. It's it's not immediately mine and say fuck this, change that ending. Yeah. What the fuck? Who the fuck am I? You 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 take uh, you take art, you take entertainment in. We just got done talking about a bunch of bad movies, Birdemic in the room. Would you go to Tommy Wiseau and say, I would never. 
I want you to film all of that in HD, yeah. not half. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think, yeah, I guess I, it, what bothers me the most is, is when, and I think we talked about this last time, mm-hmm. is that when criticism, in order to be heard, you have to go so extreme. Yeah. Like when you hear when you hear someone complaining, where it's like when the Dark Knight Rises becomes only about the ending, and like you forget about all the good stuff, and it's like, oh yeah. Blah. yeah. And again, that's not. That's yeah. I mean, that's there's just good, media there's... in general. Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I saw you it have to go. So. Yeah. it's a yeah. very good movie. Go big. It was and a very entertaining. Big to be heard. So. It's true. Everything has to be like you're yelling at the top of your. Let lungs. me explain something. All right, at the end. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is yeah. gonna be like the new Batman. Wait, did you not get whoa, that? Whoa, whoa! That probably changes your. Whoa! Was that after the credits? Oh my I god! I don't. Was, was, was like that a credit cookie? The credits. Yeah, yeah. No. He's like the new Batman. I... Wait, didn't I thought it was they discovered that no, no, there no, were no. a bunch of Batman, but they were in like different tubes because he kept like cloning yeah, them. Yeah. Right. No, 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 no. Wait, wait I kind of. I It's different. Like, yes. Okay, that, oh. Nasty. No, wait. He's the old Bruce Willis, and the Bruce Willis now is Batman. Hold on. Hold on. I kind of left around the time that he got that brace on his leg. Did I right. miss something? Uh, no. It was also all a dream. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Duh. He gets hit by a train at the end and uh, is the new Robin. He was already <laughs> dead in the jungles again. Uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, I also like the part when Jessica Gordon Levitt had all the writing on his body to yeah. remember who he was. Yeah. Yeah, that that's why he never really knew good. his name was Robin until the end. Right. That explains a lot. Also. But like, your name's Robin. He's like, oh my God, it is Robin. Because he forgot because it was mm-hmm. his arm. We have a lot of good ideas in this group. John G. raped and murdered John Lithgow. That's what I heard. Whoa. Was it backwards? It was, it was tattooed on his chest. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go into Dude, number writing, four. Writing Lithgow backwards is hard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Start with the W. It's the W. You wouldn't think oh, it was the W, w, but it's the W. Is that a M? <laughs> John Lithgow. Who's John Lithgow? <laughs> How did I fuck that up? <laughs> Okay, we're gonna get Does into John this. John have an H or not? <laughs> Who is this man? It's a secret. Because we're we're getting short on time. We're gonna get into this uh, absolutely. Who says? Uh, well, I said around an hour. Okay. Stop hour being. Stop, yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna get into this uh, this corn maze of a question that oh, Ethan God, it's asked. The worst. It's such a good okay, I'm gonna give right. you. Okay. All right, you read it. I'm gonna try to translate it. while I read. I could probably just. I could probably just do it if you want me to just do it. No, I wanted. I want to make you feel better. Um, that's, that's right. I do it every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> Republicans used to thrive by limiting taxes on the rich because they thought, hey, you're gonna be. You might be rich one day, okay. right? Okay. Uh, you don't want to give up all that money. You might be rich one day. Okay, so in relation to that, why do I reject that idea, Ethan says, but embrace it when it comes to movies and TV shows? Like that that one day someone could be paying for my movie or my TV show. Why would I want someone to take money out of my pocket? Um, do you want to elaborate on that? That makes sense. Right? Are you con- no. are, wait, I'm confused. Are you saying... That you think you should be embracing this idea? Well, I'm saying that, like, I, I look at um, the idea of, of like, I, I don't want to do, I don't want to, I, 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 I want to protect people who I could be someday. Ethan's, which is probably a, yes, a Ethan false says, I don't, t- you're Ethan's, saying you could be a Republican one day, so you want to, <laughs> no, 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 I can yeah. be a Republican. Yeah, yeah. Ethan, Ethan says, I don't torrent or steal movies. Even though I'm not in the position yet, I feel that someday I'll make a movie that I want to get paid for, so I won't get it for free now. He won't steal. Okay. Okay. I'm, now, I'm a capitalist. Have you, ever, have you ever stolen music? Oh, back a long time Napster ago. Napster and P2Ps. 
teenager, but not like dial up. Like not. It's been a long time. I have so a weird, you've been yeah, paying for limitations is probably run out on. on you've been paying for your. Over 10 yeah, years. You've been yeah. paying for your movies mm-hmm. and your music. I pay. I pay for the shows I work on. Like I'll pay for my iTunes just to. That is it. bullshit. Why is it bullshit? You should get a free copy. I should. But it's also supporting your art or supporting the thing that you're working on. I guess if you think about it, the money's going right back into your pocket in a way. That's a circular thing. That's some bullshit. Well, someone's taking at least forty percent. Well, yeah, but you work on a on a show, you get paid for it. You take that money and pay for it it and buy it. Show. Yeah, I figure the least I can do is uh, donate thirty bucks. Let me ask you something. Do you leave reviews on iTunes for your shows? You don't even rate it? No. Interesting. If you could, what would you rate it? Would you be honest or would you be biased? I'd be, I think I'm honest most of the time you ask me about the shows I work on. I tend to be pretty honest about them. But I you can find what you like about them even yeah. if you're critical about, you know, yeah, well, working I mean, with I, a particular shows, person. Like, like a lot of people, I think what's funny is like, yeah, like a show like Isis Coco, I think it's great. I think it's a great show. I think it's a lot of, it's like a lot of people will come up to me and they're like, I don't like reality shows, but I really like Mm-hmm. Like Rachel Maddow loves Isis Coco. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are, it's like the, the smart person's right. reality show because it's just like a silly right. comedy. There's no drama in the sense of like, next week they're going to break up. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you cheated on me. Like, that's not really our show. But I, yeah, in general. I think as a teenager, I stole a lot of music. And as a teenager, I got movies, especially when my friend had a, a DVD burner. I got a lot of movies. Sure. And then I thought, I think probably around the time that I was in a college, maybe a sophomore in college, I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to buy the things that I, because I want to support those people. I want to support the people that do it. And I was, I was conscious of that. Do, do you still, in one way or another, get, get free media? Free once stuff? again, in service of my future political career, I will state that I've never, not once, stolen anything media-related listen- or otherwise let the listener Let the listener know that he's nodding profusely. <laughs> It's radio. Huh? <laughs> what are we doing here? Come on. Well, I mean, do you feel like uh, I feel like as I get older, I want to I want to support the artists of the music I yeah. listen to. But see, here here's the difference between then and now. We got Spotify now. Mm. You you have subscription service that I, you can still, actually listen to anything you want. I still and can't not, get Spotify to work on my computer. How? I don't know. It just doesn't. I can't figure it out. Maybe I'm like 80. I don't know. You have to download it first. Uh, <laughs> you, don't open, you don't open yeah. your laptop and I say, Spotify. I can't just open up a can of Spotify and it doesn't yeah. empty out on my laptop. Uh, you also spell Spotify with two eyes. Yes, so that's the problem. problem. <laughs> it sounds like a stain remover. It might be off-brand Spotify. Well, what's be. what's Spotify's? <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> No, use my TV. No, it's true because like you can have a a subscription service where you don't have to buy the music. You can you can. It's not even like Pandora anymore because Pandora you didn't really control what you listened to. Yeah. You could say, hey, I want it to be like an artist. I want to be like a genre. But with Spotify, you really are. You're... I think at some point down the line, if you like something, you'll pay for it just mm-hmm. to say, you know, I want to support. You know, these software developers right. or this game company or that artist. or The record in- industry has changed completely. Mm-hmm. The DVD and Blu-ray industry is on the cusp of being completely yeah. blasted out of the water by digital downloading and streaming. Yeah. So Netflix is destroying it. 
What do you think? Do you, Chris? What do you do? You still buy the things that you? Yeah, uh, depending on what it is. I mean, um, if it's something I thoroughly enjoy, I'll buy it. Do I still download or steal or anything like that? No. Even like when I was in college and I would do that, it would generally be. Uh, this show doesn't have a U.S. release. Doesn't have a North American right. release. This mm-hmm. this uh, album is out of print. Right. You know, or something like that. Yeah. If it was something that I could find easily, I'd probably also, purchase it or porn. Well, obviously, yeah. I, think I actually that still pay for porn. I do. Why would you pay for porn? Why do I pay? It's a service. It is a production. It is a service. Sure. It is someone's hard-earned money that they're putting into. Very hard-earned. Well, I mean, here's my question vagina. now: Would you pay for? Depending on, uh, would people pay for an immediate? Uh, well, no, no, no. Release? Let's say this: you're, Let's say you're supporting a small production company. Okay, that puts out maybe small movies or whatever. Porn, non-porn, just saying in general. It's like, you're like, well, I like this. I like your product. I want to see more of it. Sure. I'd like to see that, so I'm going to buy this. Don't you think that people that buy porn are paying for the quality that they're getting and not like, oh, I like this actress. Don't you think that they're paying for HD? They're paying for well-produced movies. I, I hope that what they're paying for is... If, okay, if we're talking about this... we got to get deep into it. <laughs> this is great. Deep By the way, my brother has... Uh, Are any of us running for political No, it's just... <laughs> if you're buying... Po- oh, God, I can't believe we're actually doing this. this is great. For state control. I know, right? <laughs> my thing is, if you're buying porn, here's hopefully it's legal, non-violent, just, yeah. you know, it's adults that you're are... This not children. And stuff like that, yeah. you know. Totally. That's so what you're saying is you just support small businesses. What I'm saying is... I that kind s- of is yes. true, though. Small businesses with huge booties, right. if you will. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know. He supports yeah. small businesses and big butts. And big butts. <laughs> I cannot lie. Um, the other brothers you can't deny. <laughs> Okay, Fair. I can't say what, what movie is. This coffee's all for me. You guys, coffee's for closers. Yeah. <laughs> ABC. Yeah. yeah. Always heard, be closing. I heard that, um, that the, uh, the Broadway revival of uh, Glengarry Glen Ross is not very good. Really? That's what I hear, too. It's too slow. Yep. It's, it's, they kind of all wait for the applause yep. lines. I could either buy you tickets or a set of steak knives. Which would you rather like? I was kind of like getting excited about that because they're doing a version at uh, the yeah, Roundhouse Theater. Oh, the Roundhouse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to go see it. But also, I'm like thinking the last really like Maryland local uh, play that I went to go see, I wanted to that blow my brains out. Nice. Well, it's it also, was a West Side Story. Well, it depends too because it, it's funny because the West, the Glengarry uh, and Ross, like I think if it's up to Mammoth, they don't have the Alec Baldwin for the movie part. Yeah. Well, that was, yeah, that was yeah, a yeah. thing. Yeah, so yeah. it's interesting because I love that part. People are not, and people so are thrown off by that, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Like, Did you go see that? Actually, yeah, that, wrote that, that album. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he did write that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it sounds like that. Yeah. To this day, my fucking favorite episode of Inside the Actors Studio is Kevin Spacey, and there's this kid that he asked during uh, that asked during the Q and A. I have sides. Can you do this scene with me? Kevin Spacey playing his role, and the kid is playing Jack Lemmon, and it's the go to lunch speech. And he's like, "Will you go to lunch?" And he's like doing it with Kevin Spacey on stage. It's amazing. It's wow. fucking great. Anyway, any any closing thoughts on all this? I think uh, thank you, Ethan, for giving us some topics. Good stuff. Only took me seven months. I think to be honest, I think it peaked with the juice conversation, but that's just me. That's good. Definitely was downhill after that. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I would recommend BlueprintCleanse.com. Okay. If you want to try juicing, I checked it out. It's pretty. Again, I'm a New York elite. Did you go pick it up, or you got it delivered? They deliver in New York. I'm for, definitely gonna do it for 130 bucks. Yeah. Wow. 
New Yorker. At a certain point, you just don't even think about money. Too. Yeah. Because you, you're just going to cry all the yeah. time. Must yeah. be nice. No, well, just everything's expensive. <laughs> so you're just like, well, fuck it. I'm going to spend this much money on, like, pizza. Yeah. What he the comes hell? down I'm here to little... talk talk yeah. to these Maryland yokels about money. I come down to Maryland, and I'm like, how much is this beer? I'll take a dozen. Like, I don't, you know, it's so nice. Chris, anything? I look at, no, real quick. I look at rental, like, what you guys pay for apartments, and I'm like, you already shut the Fuck up, like <laughs> well, you have what something you that's about? the size of the kitchen, and you pay about three times what we do, right? Oh yeah, my my place is probably about eh, like if you went from like this wall over to that wall back. For the, the listeners, listen. he's talking about twelve feet. Yeah. About twelve feet. No, I'm bigger than I uh, bigger than I used to be. Uh, you are. Wise, oh. <laughs> and stomach wise, um, but yeah. So no, and it's I I pay. A, substantial I'm sure I'm more sure. more than people in Maryland I'm sure thank you again Twitter they can get you on Twitter Mr. Ethan MR Mr. Ethan Meyer M-E-Y-R the Myers boy. That's about Ethan right. Myers or you can hit up my cousin Jason Moraz <laughs> Dan we call him Chase where can they where can they get you on here oh, you can get me you can get me at at peaceman630 I won't reply for six months I promise oh and uh, once again uh, Daniel Tide Comptroller Maryland 2016 you want to hit up a little nice guys production on sure. this not that nice.com not that nice or find us on Facebook Facebook slash uh, nice guys production he has no something idea. like that he has no idea, has no idea. <laughs> look up nice guys yeah 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 or look me up yeah 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 I'll friend you Haniok I will talk to you on Twitter I just I get as long, I'm very lonely so I'll talk to anyone else. and he's very funny I'm gonna be very honest and down to earth for a second you're very funny I enjoyed, I enjoyed my tweet today, which was, remember Incubus? History doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. In your seven, face, seven, Incubus. Seven months, three drafts. Yep. I got a, a follower immediately after that. I was like, yeah. It's probably the drummer from Incubus. It probably was. <laughs> well, you know what? He was filling up my gas at the time, so. Oh. Oh. Damn. They have made recent albums, okay? They, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna defend them. Please. Anything, uh, Mr. Uh, Haniok? I would like to thank uh, Mad City Coffee for their organic Bali Blue. Yeah, which fucking nice delicious yeah. coffee. 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 And I totally don't work there either, or ride a bike there because I'm poor. Uh, that thank is you all. for catering this too. Yeah, you got us some pizza yeah. from La Trattoria. Yes. I think that's yeah. how to pronounce Trattoria. Tr- I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Italian, right? Yeah. Okay, guys. Thank you so much, listeners. In the future, Ethan Meyer gonna be back on Skype. <laughs> I'm never coming back to Maryland. I'm never coming back to Maryland ever again. Okay, we're good. The music on today's podcast was brought to you by MusicAlley.com. Uh, go on over there, check them out. I have the uh, the bands and their songs on the show notes, along with links to their band pages on Music Alley. Uh, go check them out if you uh, like the music. Uh, download them. Support those artists. Just to find emotion, hiding 